0: Podcast, where we explore information to learn about and to offer you a bi-weekly insight into the world of Parkinson's disease. Thanks for joining. Hi, hey, and welcome to the What's shaken Parkinson's Podcast. We are Frank and Hal. And Frank and Hal are here to talk about Parkinson's, obviously, because it's the What's shaken Parkinson's Podcast. So, over the next uh, number of, of weeks, uh, we will take you through um, many different areas uh, of how Parkinson's affects people, of how it affects their lives, their families, uh, we'll be speaking with some uh, doctors and some uh, specialists in other fields uh, to give you more of a, an overview and, and an understanding of, of life with Parkinson's and um, that there's life after Parkinson's as well. Yes, there is. So, uh, how why are we doing this other than we like talking and, uh, and sitting around uh, and,
1: and what are we doing here? That's a good question, Frank. It's, it's it's about everything. Um basically um I uh I got it. I um I was diagnosed uh, 5 years ago and uh you know I was having a good work career, everything was going well with work. And then all of a sudden the Parkinson's comes into play and uh, it just changed the whole ball around, the whole plan. Um from my plans on um, retiring, I you know, you got this disease. means you your overheads gonna go up. Of course. So you're going to um, work longer, but you got Parkinson's, so you can't work longer because you're not feeling well. So it's uh, catch twenty two, but I planned on working longer, but um, that didn't happen. Pandemic came, I got laid off after twenty five years of being a sales manager and doing great things for a company, and uh, here I am. Wow, what field were you in? I was in as you well know, I was in the food service industry. Um we sold um we manufactured and sold foods to um dinner the east coast, a lot of specialty things um like uh low sodium products, uh gluten free products, things like that, uh-huh. to healthcare, besides restaurants and all that. So it was a good job. I did a great job at it. I know you did. And uh I'll say it again, here I am. <laughs> So, we, um,
0: we hope to give some insight into uh, more deep, deeper insight into uh, Parkinson's. Um, Will, uh, as Hal said, you know, all of a sudden this change of life is brought upon you. Uh, so, we want to talk about different things and how you address that change of life, how you can, um, what medications are out there that are going to manage, well, have some doctors to discuss that. Uh, what type of uh, expectations are for your body, and how to hold some of those off, and we'll, and we'll talk about you know some of those things, and um, how to plan your future, uh, and we'll have some experts in various fields like uh, finances, like uh, again exercise, um, the home, the, the preparing your home for for situations and, and such, uh, and. Uh, Healthcare, uh, because you obviously can't put all the money out of pocket, um, so there have to be solutions in all these areas. Um, and how you are already active in in a lot of these areas, you had to make some changes out of necessity. Yes, um, as you said, with, with work, um, mm-hmm. but you're also doing some other classes and things that have helped you with exercise.
1: You know, Frank. As soon as as soon as I found out about my my diagnosis, I got I got busy right away. You know, it's funny because I went to, and we're gonna get into that later on. But I went to a doctor um, in Bucks County, no name, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I think you have it." you um, I me mean, three months. I mean, it's amazing. Where you know, then I went to Jefferson. Doctor said, gave me a very thorough evaluation. That you have it. Let's jump on top of this and take care of it. Uh huh. So you know, Options that's
0: option B any time there.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's one thing you've really got to. You got to and that's what we're here to do, help you. You know, we're here to help people, and you got a problem, jump on it, and start doing what you can, to take care of it.
0: Sure. I should mention, uh, neither Hal nor I are medical experts. Um, the advice that uh, we offer is either first-hand experience, or we will have professionals offering their opinions on things, uh, but uh, nothing that Hal and I uh, tell you is, is medical fact, other than what has been told to us or what we've researched ourselves.
1: I wouldn't believe him, but uh, but yeah, that that's correct. That's correct. So um, yeah, a little background, Frank. Um, I uh, as I stopped work at the pandemic. The, actually, the week of my last day of work was July. It was March. Either, I'm sorry, March thirteenth, um, Friday, which was Friday the thirteenth. Wow! And the following week, the whole world changed. You know, everyone was closing up. You know, yeah. it was like a mad race to to buy food and to, you know, no one knew what was going to happen. Toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, toilet paper. that was a big one. <laughs> but, um, so I, I worked at this company, RC Fine Foods, I guess I could say that, mm-hmm. and uh, they did a very good job and um, managed people. Um, people did well with me and um, they said I was their best sales manager and I really enjoyed it. In fact, I found out more after I left work, how much I enjoyed it. Um, but really enjoyed it. Did some good things, and uh, you know, it was a very well organized manager. Made goals and things and contests and all that. And uh, in December, um, the year you know, of the year before, I, everything hit the fan. I told I told them we have to think of extra strategy for me, mm-hmm. I said, because I'm I'm just. It came back strong. The first two and a half years, I fought it. I um, got involved in the boxing and some other things Um, Rock State Boxing which we'll talk about Uh and uh, everything was going well for two for two and a half years second two and a half years were tough Um, I just couldn't handle it and um, I was falling asleep at the wheel I was driving driving about a thousand miles a week Mm. it's not good to fall asleep definitely Um, so uh, I had to do something so I told them I will um, help hire some people for me and I did, and uh, they're doing well with the company, um, but I'm not. <laughs> well, you, you put them in a
0: good place, and I'm sure they'll uh, you know stand on your shoulders from there and, and move forward.
1: Yes, yes, they will. They will. I feel good about that. Um, but, you know, I want to get into talking to you about, um, you know, the pandemic and what it did to people and, and uh, you know, how really, you know, sort of messed up some people. It
0: sure did. We spent um yeah, you well know, I, I was homebound as well, um, as the rest of the world was. I, I lost my job last March. And um we spent a good part of six months uh walking two to three times a week and, and just talking, you know, something we've done all our lives. And, yes. And uh, we didn't mention how and I have been friends for fifty some years now, yeah. fifty five years. Um and yeah I've we've you know, been through everything together. Uh, we were roommates for a couple of years. Yeah. And um, we uh, you know, talked and, and how formulated this idea of uh, I want to be able to share my experiences with people and, and see what you know, we can do with this.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. My first memory of you, Frank, and I've told you this before, is um, you coming into my room in um, seventh grade or eighth grade and you were, you're, you're a numbers man. And you just um you were taking a poll of your friends for the Phillies all stars <laughs> for the, and it was just it just showed where you're at where your head's at, and like from our group of friends, you know there's six of us that are like really great friends. I remember like most of uh, everyone's like first meetings and it was very special we we had a special friendship which was really very did. important yeah. to me and um and everyone but um you know you told me about your daughter who's um with her boyfriend um doing bi-weekly on um, podcasts. And as we're walking and everything, you know, I was thinking, you know, I want to do something to help people. And, you know, you're very similar like that. You put yourself out there. You think about people. You care about people. And I don't know much about podcasts, but no, I know I, I always want to help people. And I said, how about a podcast? So then um, when we were walking one day, I said, you know, Frank got this idea. And, you know, no one else, I, I, I feel... I'd want to be with, I mean, as far as that, to work with. I mean, we, we work well together, and uh, we have similar goals, so I, I think it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to, give people, I'm going to give people choices, you know, let them know what's out there. Again, we're not um, pros or anything, but we'll just tell them what's out there, mm-hmm. and uh, help them get a um, handle on this thing before it handles you, because I found out in life, if you don't handle something, it handles you. And that means you have less, less options. True. And less well better options. Absolutely. Because uh, decisions will be made if, if you want to do it or not. So, with
0: your options, um, what kind of treatments? Uh, you mentioned rock steady boxing. Yes. Um, how about medications? And uh, I understand you also have a very um, unique uh,
1: piece of exercise material as well. Yes, yes. Um, Think about medications first. They made me a druggie. Mm. I'm really sad to say that. Um, I, uh, you know, dabbled a little bit on my own um, <laughs> before. But, I mean, now I'm like a druggie. And it's like I need the drugs. I don't want that. I can't take it. The drugs are like killing me. And I intend to, um, I'm doing something which we'll talk about later. Yes, we will. And that's exciting, and that, that should lower my um, my medicines quite a bit, and your dependence on them, and my dependence on it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna write a book. They made me a druggie, um, but um, this is this is better.
0: Yeah, fortunately, it'll be a short story.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Thank you. Um, and uh, Rocksteady Boxing, it's a great program. There was a lawyer in, I think, Detroit. This is about eight years ago was diagnosed with Parkinson's and he used to work out at the gym there. And, um, he found that, um, working the gym, all the muscles that you need and all the, um, things that you do in boxing, boxing gives you, um, stamina, boxing gives you, um, training your body. Boxing gives you, um, memory for the brain. Right. Um, it, it gives you so much. And, um, there are things that parkinsons people need they, they have no stamina they, have, they, they, they need to be active sure um they need to be in shape they need to eat the right foods and um and this is on Build their for me.
0: muscles and and
1: balance and- absolutely, absolutely and um i, as you know um fought in the nineteen seventy nine seventy seven um gold gloves uh, gold golden gloves. Yeah, were were you with us that night? I you were with was. Us. Yeah. yeah,
0: Clover had uh, night. The Blue Horizon. Yeah, in I, I listened. to Broad
1: Street. Less than a minute, fifty eight seconds. <laughs> but I had fun, and that's how I live my life. It's like you know, I don't wanna be a what if person.
0: Yeah, and Philadelphia has, has such a rich history in boxing with you know, Joe Frazier and really the Worm Row and and Mike Rothman and uh, Benny,
1: Benny Briscoe, Brisco, it, it goes on and on of and, on course and on Bernard on.
0: Hopkins, you know, um, Detroit too,
1: you, you know, coincidentally, you mentioned Tommy you know, Hearns, Joe Lewis. Yeah, uh, Joe yeah, Lewis,
0: yeah. Yeah, have been some great boxers from Detroit.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, and we went down to Joe Frazier's gym. Yeah, we did. And we just walked in and, and said, "Hi, we're here, Joe." <laughs> and um, it was fun. I mean, we had a lot of guts for yeah, kids. Yeah. And Joe's son,
0: Marvis, also made his uh, Golden Gloves debut the same night as you.
1: Yes, he did. He and lasted he got, a little longer. <laughs> lasted a little longer, and um, he, yeah, he, um, he, he actually, um, he fought for the title. Yeah, didn't win it, but um, but he fought for it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I, the Rock City Boxing Program. This, this, you know, we digress, but we'll get back to it. We, um, this, this attorney found it was great doing great things. Mm-hmm. And, um, with that, he started doing franchises for it. And now there is, I think over 800 Rocksteady's across the, um, world. Wow.
0: And all focused primarily on helping people with Parkinson's.
1: That's all it is. It's all Parkinson's people. Wonderful. It's an exclusive club. You don't have a, you don't have a card that says Parkinson's and you're not invited. Nice. Um, and, and I'm, I'm loving it. I mean, um with my little boxing experience, and very little minute fifty eight seconds, but um I think I'm a boxer in there. And um I'm good. uh uh-huh. You know, I do say so myself and I have a lot of fun. And um it's a camaraderie. It's a place where people can like um blow off because they're depressed. Sure. Or ask questions of they're looking for new doctors. Uh, we 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 became a um Support group. Yeah, we're a support group. Yeah, we're a support group. There's this guy um, who's in my in 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 our Parkinson's, who um, we didn't see each other with with the pandemic for a year. I came back, and the doctor said to him, "Jerry, you um, get your get your things in order." And um, he says, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Get your life, your your closing down life in order." He goes, "You are." Good um physically, but mentally you're shot and it's all from the Parkinson's. Wow. And um it broke my heart. I mean, I haven't seen this guy in over a year. Mm-hmm. I see him, I said, How you doing, Jerry? And he says, I was doing good talk to my doctors last night. And I said, You know what? what the hell with him. And I actually said it in a little stronger terms. I said, The doctor know. You have gotta stay on your case. You gotta keep on working, Jerry. You gotta keep on training. You know, if not, it's going to get you. You right. get it. And um, but he he moved. I I told him, you know, maybe you should move next to your family or whatever. And he did it. He moved up to Connecticut um, about about a month ago. Wow. And I spoke to him, and we gave him a little surprise party going away. Uh-huh. And uh, I could pat myself on the back. I organized it. You know, Mr. Organizer. And uh, he was so touched.
0: Nice, hopefully he finds a a neurologist in Connecticut that's a little more you know bedside a little better bedside manner, and it motivates somebody. Why tell them that?
1: That, I, I there's no good don't in know that. why that would there's no be good said to somebody Yeah, it really, and he's a um well-known neurologist in the Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. And he's got a very big following and people rave about him. And I was thinking of changing doctors. Until, and I was looking at him and, um, and I looked the other way. Yeah. And you work
0: with two different neurologists. Yeah, I do.
1: I do. I think that's good. Um, because, you know, everyone sees it a little differently, uh-huh. and has different theories on, like, what's best. And, um, and no one knows for sure. That's the sad part about this disease. I mean, um, there's no, um, you're not going to get, you're going to get, like I gotta put it, you're not going to find a cure. It's not get it's it's it's, it's there, and um, it will um, you may feel a little better, um, but you feel a lot worse if you don't um, do the right things. Sure, and uh, you know, but you need need a couple opinions, and uh, you know, and we're going to interview some of these doctors hopefully. Um, in fact, I know we did one, and that's going to be that will be our next
0: episode that we cast.
1: That's going to be great because yeah. people are going to love. He he's really a very interesting man. And I'm looking forward to everyone listening to him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll introduce uh, more about him as we get into that episode. Yes, yes. So now my goals and everything, you spoke about goals. My goals are to prepare my family, you know, because we don't know what's it's going to be. Sure. Um, I have a 17-year-old son. Uh, I adopted, my friend and my wife, Brendan, I adopted him. We mm-hmm. couldn't have children. And we were blessed with this great kid. Yeah. Now I got paid for his college and everything else. And, uh, you know, it wasn't in the plans as far as not working. Sure,
0: not having a steady income to be able to do
1: that. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, it's one of the few smart things I've done. I put away money for him mm-hmm. since he's been born. And uh, his college will be taken care of. Nice. Um, but, you know, as far as after that, don't know. You know, and uh, obviously my life expectancy is changed. Yep. So, um, is he going to have a father um, three, four, five years from now? I don't know. I hope so. i want to be there for him. You're, you're doing everything
0: necessary to ensure that. And um, you know, some things, of course, are out of our hands. But yeah. um, everything that's within your hands and your capabilities, you're doing everything you possibly can to, to make sure that you're there and, and that you're you know, managing
1: you're just saying that because you like me. <laughs> no, I mean we've been friends for so many years. And I, I, yeah, that's the thing too. I got so many people in my corner. So many people rooting for me. Yeah, and it just really means a lot to me.
0: Uh, you've always been there for everybody your whole life. As you said, you were the planner. You were, um, you know, the a, a cheerleader. You've been to everything. I know you came to you know my daughter's soccer games and her plays and. Um, you know, we, we've always been there for each other and we always will be there for each other yeah. uh, as all of our friends are for, for their families as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So what else do you want to know about Parkinson? I can help you with?
0: Uh, that's what I think we'll be getting into over the next, uh, you know, 20 or so episodes. Hopefully we'll keep this going as long as we have things to, to bring to people, um, to help. We'll talk about, um, I mentioned a, a exercise machine that Hal has, very, very unique special piece of equipment. We're going to be speaking with the uh, managing partner of that company.
1: You're talking about the Theracycle? The
0: Theracycle, yes, sir.
1: The Theracycle, just give me a little taste of it, is a um, bicycle, stationary bike, that um, measures what you're doing and everything, and it, it just, um, it's a good thing for Parkinson's. Parkinson's need that movement and need that mind memory, and Theracycle does that for you. Um, and I want, I want to also back up a little, I did to talk too much and get, get on tangents. <laughs> um, it's the drugs, but, um, I, uh, when we took our walks, Yeah. you know, I said, "Well, you know, I need a partner for this. Cause I don't know some of the things that, the, the um, you know, the taping and all that and just some um, organization, and everything else. I know I want to help people and I want to do this. But then i like, welcome. I'm like, "Oh, well, why not Frank? He's one of my best friends. He's in our group, and um, he's he's smart, he's great, he's organized. You know, we, we complement each other. So I said, Frank, you know, you want to join up and help me with this? And you said, give me everything I want to do. Absolutely. You know, working with a good friend, doing a good thing for people. Sure. And uh, I'm really excited about this. This is going to do some good things for people, Frank. Absolutely. Wonderful.
0: Well, also, uh, you mentioned um, rain and... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, training your brain and using your brain. Um, we will definitely have a lot of focus there. Um, we'll be speaking with, uh, people that particularly uh have studied the brain. Uh, besides neurologists, um, the people that have studied the uh, effects of, uh, alcohol on the brain. Um, people that uh, study uh the effects of Parkinson's on the brain besides. The causes of uh, Parkinson's and the treatments of Parkinson's, mm-hmm. um, by, and you know, some authors will be speaking with, um, and I'm very excited about what we're, what we've uncovered in this uh, in this short time that we've explored this and and what we're going to be able to share and, and
1: offer insights. To. It's it's given me a big education about it. Yeah. You know, as I talk to people, it's like, wow, you know, like that's cool. You're doing. That. I mean, we have a scientist. Yeah. And that's really exciting, you know. He, he's doing great things for Parkinson. Absolutely. Um, so we we got some really cool people you wouldn't think of. Yeah,
0: a geneticist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we got to get this show on the road because
0: it's going to be good. Yep, we're looking forward to it. Yep. Um, so we'll be bringing, uh, as you heard, you know, a lot of information. Uh, hopefully, a little humor, uh, and uh, we'll keep you entertained as well as informed. That's our goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for your time and for listening to our pilot episode of the What's Shaken Parkinson's podcast. Uh, I'm Frank again.
1: I'm Hal, and jump aboard, enjoy the ride. It's gonna be fun.
0: And thanks for checking in to find out what's shaken. This has been the What's Shaken Parkinson's Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please check us out on Facebook at What's Shaken Parkinson's Podcast. You can also email us at What's Shaken at protonmail.com.